Warning, the following podcast contains coarse language and Tarantino footsie tootsies. <laughs> you know, the little footsies. The little A martini shaken. No! Shocking. Welcome to Shaken Up Nerd, the weekly podcast where we talk about movies, poop culture, and some comics, and basically everything in between. I'm your host. <laughs> I'm your host, dude. And if you're joining us for the first time, welcome aboard. There's uh, a lot me, of poop jokes just then. Ian, how are you? I'm good. I've decided to turn up this week. <laughs> Have you? <laughs> that remains to be seen. Uh, physically, <laughs> spiritually, I'm what on another plane. <laughs> yes, to, to Hawaii. <laughs> Ah, yes, that is... This is your last episode before then. Because he's nope, leaving I'm here oh, on a jet plane! <laughs> no, that's fuzzy. Please continue. <laughs> no, no, no. Hello, fuzzy. <laughs> Hello! I'm happy to be here. Feeling good, feeling great. <laughs> great. 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 Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And Tom. Hi. Hello. Hello. here. Excited. I'm ready. I'm pumped. How are you going, duty? Yeah, I'm all right. Get excited, guys. <laughs> Get excited. <laughs> How many Lord of the Rings pieces of news do we have? <laughs> Coming at number 10. All 10. <laughs> I found a grey head in Gandalf the White. Ooh. Ooh. I found a light blonde. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking liar. <laughs> I found Mary and Pippin useful. No one did. They're I wonder not if useful. the carpet matches the drapes. Uh, if Mary's carpet matches Pippin's drapes. <laughs> 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 anyway, Yuck. let's save go us, save us, please. Mm, no. Okay. It's a top ten news countdown. <laughs> the ten ten news countdown. See, I did a sequel. Streamlined, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> Number ten. In Lord of the Rings news. <laughs> <laughs> Now, number 10, we have Taika Waititi has been spotted with Ryan Gosling. Ian insisted they put this in. Ian, yes. talk about it. Uh, he's, the rumours are that he was going to be in Thor. Mm. Yeah. Mm. So this will be Ooh. the first Ryan Gosling movie that Duty will see. Uh, yes. The rumour <laughs> for the villain for... There is a rumour for the villain of Thor, uh, and it's going to be Null, the god... No, not, sorry, not Null. It's going to be the God Butcher. The God Killer. So Ooh, essentially, yes. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. Jason Aaron's run um, of essentially this being who is who hates every god ever, and he goes out. What is that noise? What is that? That's Ian's phone. How do you know that? Unplug it. Nope. Not nope. Ian's phone. Ah, yeah. Yeah. Ah, it's just the headphone jack. Judgy bastards. <laughs> Anyways, um, yeah, it's going to be the God Butcher apparently, or that's rumored, um, and. Yeah, We're not doing Rumor Thurman anymore? No, Rumor Thurman! Thank you. <laughs> um, and he actually has a weapon that's uh, sort of like this creature that moves up and down his arm. And he gets that from Null, the god of symbiotes in the comics. Does uh, mm. Null have a brother? Void? Oh my god. Mm. Not bad. Did, did we all feel that joke coming and just like cringe? <laughs> uh, I hope you yes. liked it. <laughs> There's many more where that came from. <laughs> 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 Number nine. 
Number nine, we have that Krypton has been cancelled and the series Lobo is currently not moving forward. Sheriff Lobo? Sheriff Lobo is not moving <laughs> so they're, forward. Yeah, they're not moving it forward to bring it back. All right. Can I ask who or what is a Krypton um, and why should <laughs> we care? From memory, it was this sci-fi TV show. Yep. Okay. Um, and it was about a, a, just like a regular human in Metropolis being like teleported to... Krypton before it blew up, but like with Kal-El's grandparents or great-grandparents. So it was like the the El the El I'm family. already bored. <laughs> yeah, who pitched that concept and who went? That's a good idea. Yeah, how exactly. many seasons was this? I don't know, but essentially, this uh, from, many. from what I understand, this human from Metropolis had Superman's cape and was like, "Your grandson's going to be the greatest thing that ever came to Earth," and it was a like. The love story issue between the L's and the Zods and all this sort of yeah, it was fucking. Oh terrible. god, there's there's at least two seasons of it, so uh, yeah, mm, it was a thing. Oh yeah. yeah, there we go. So is anyone sad about Lobo getting? No, no. I think yeah, Lobo needs to be a sad look. Oh, Hello, God. darkness, my old friend. Poor Sheriff Lobo. I think Lobo <laughs> needs to be a a movie <laughs> appearance, not a movie itself, but he needs to. I'd, I'd feel like he'd be like a Batista cameo. Sort of speak speak to Lobo as a character. Who is Sheriff Lobo? Lobo is essentially an unkillable, undestroyable bounty hunter in the DC universe. Like, oh. Superman can't kill him. No one can essentially kill him. He's like this big dreadlocks. He has a cigar hanging out of his He rides space, a bike, right? Space motorbike. Yeah. Yeah. He's yeah. pretty cool. Space motorbike. Sp- yeah. It's essentially a spaceship without, like, the, 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 the ship part. So. Yeah. He's fucking awesome. <laughs> I wish I just never heard he existed. I need a lobotomy. Nope. All right, move on. <laughs> lobotomy. Thank you. No, lobotomy. Number eight. Uh, we got a poster for HP Lovecraft's Color Out of Space. Yep. Which is going to be a film starring Nicolas Cage. Oh, yes. What oh, a way to ruin yeah. the fantastic work of HP Racercraft. HP <laughs> you've been you've been reading way too much Lovecraft. I haven't read for a little while, but yeah, no, it's it's a known fact that like he was he wrote in like the eighteen twenties or forties, I think eighteen forties. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, a lot of his work gets highly panned and criticised because it's got racist undertones in it. Yeah. Super racist. Oh. It's a product of the times in many regards. It's uh, yeah, pretty. Like, it's not as bad as it seems because it doesn't happen as often as people make it seem. Like, every book's about, like, blacks and everything like that. It's not, it's not like that bad. <laughs> Just don't say blacks, please. <laughs> I was trying to say, like, how he would say, I don't know. <laughs> Either way. <laughs> Look. No, fair enough. Okay. It, so, yeah. what's the story of this movie that Nick Cage is going to? I have begin? no idea what this story actually. This is. this one is uh, an asteroid. I believe it's an asteroid crashing on Earth and aliens coming out of that and people reacting to that. Kind of like mm. I would imagine. It sounds a little bit like the pitch for Annihilation, uh, the Natalie Portman movie that came yeah. out um, last year on Netflix, That's which is quite a lot really of fun. Good. Yeah. yeah. It yeah, sounds a lot like that, and that is very Lovecraftian in it its uh, in its storyline. So, I mean, but this one has Nicolas Cage, so you so know, it's instantly shit. Hey, he's all right. You no. take that back. He's not good. He's not take good. it back. He's, he's not, not good. good. Oscar winner Nicolas Cage, motherfuckers. Yeah, well, mm. Shakespeare in Love also won an Oscar. You think it deserved it? Yes. Yeah. yeah. It did. It did for that year because it was some shit movies. But anyway, let's move on. Uh, Nicolas Cage is an Oscar winner and he was fantastic. No. 
Go watch Adaptation. We're up to seven, yeah. Number seven. Number eight. (laughs) I knew you'd do that. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, number seven. We have that Neil Blomkamp has exited Robocop Returns. The Blompers. The Blompers. The Romper Blompers. uh, The director of uh, District 9, the Halo film that never was, and Chappie. Chappie. So he's done nothing. Yep, he's except District, District 9, 9 and Chappie. <laughs> yeah, so... So he's done District 9. And Chappie. You're a happy Chappie. <laughs> oh he t- Chappie goodness. was shit. He tweeted out saying that... <laughs> Chappie was a two-hour D-Antwoord <laughs> music video. <laughs> it so. was fucking stupid. Where they actually got the character... The, wait, wait, the, the, the people from D-Antwoord and they oh, didn't yeah. change their names. So just that it's featuring that Australian actor. You know what? the one. Sigourney <laughs> <laughs> Weaver? Yes. <laughs> Hugh Jackman with a tucked in shirt oh, and a dear. mullet. He's totally different. <laughs> One thing I will say about it, though, I was watching, um, I've been watching this series on YouTube from guys called. Co- I know how to use a microphone, dude. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, called Corridor Crew. Um, sure. And they do reacting to special effects stuff. Yep. And they did Chappie. And the way that they go through and break it down is that the CGI in that film was actually phenomenal. The way that it is yeah, light it is. reflecting off Chappie and he looked like he was in that scene when he was not in that scene. A lot. Mm-hmm. It was awesome. But anyway, this film, they're going to move on without him. Is anybody actually excited for Robocop? So is this shows? a sequel to Thanks. the... It's the, the a sequel to one? the original. It's a it's a sequel to the OG Robocop. Oh, so it's basically kind of like what he wanted to do with um, aliens. aliens. Yeah. He, Neil Blomkamp tweeted saying MG want it done now and not take their time with it and write the script and all that sort of stuff. So he's pulled out because he's going to work on some horror thriller movie that he can't wait for you to see. Sure. Yeah. I watched uh, the first Robocop and it was pretty fucking good. I'm just going to say, like, I think that he's got a very good mind for movies. I th- I've enjoyed some of the concepts that he's put forward, um, but I think he gets a little bit shafted by um, by studio executives. So they, they kind of just go, that's probably too high concept for them. And mm. they just, that's yeah, they pull the pin. I feel like a lot of the great directors who are high concept... Don't awesome. market well. Yeah. yeah. You have to have good marketing behind it. You have to make money so that you could justify that. Yeah. And if it doesn't do well, then bad luck. You have to make Hollywood movies. Yeah. I would, I it mi- is a business. I wouldn't mind seeing a sequel to the reboot, Like, but I want an actual MAR version, not a PG-13 mm. Australian M version. Because I just don't think it would happen because it just didn't do well. Yeah. Well, look, I, I don't mean- know if it, has a, if, if it has an audience anymore, to be honest, Robocop. Oh, yeah. Because Robocop 1 is the original one was fucking great. And apparently the sequels are pretty trash. The, the sequels are terrible. and <laughs> But it's like the nostalgia factor for those. The reboot they did was you know poorly received. So I think they really need to knock this out of the park mm. to continue the franchise and actually have people wanting to see it again. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, there yeah. we go. Neil Blomkamp, poor guy. Yeah, mm. I don't know. He does it to himself in my opinion. But go watch Elysium. Elysium's fun. No, it's not. It's not. Number six. I haven't seen any of his movies. We don't you have moved on. To number we six. have yes, yes we have. Number six. Uh, number six. We have a trailer for the new Dave Chappelle comedy special, Sticks and Stones. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and Morgan Freeman says naughty words in it. He does. Yes, that he certainly does. Anybody excited for Dave? I, I'll, I'll I watch am. it. I'm on board. His yeah, his latest stand up. I think that was the first one he did when he came back. Mm. It was actually really good. It's on Netflix. 
highly recommend a watch. Yeah. Because his stand-up, if anything, it's got better. Oh, I'll let have a give it a looky-loo. Yeah. He is a very funny man. I will watch anything he does. Undercover brother? Mm. Undercover stepbrothers. <laughs> yeah, you really love that movie, don't you? I fucking love that movie. <laughs> Wait for next, uh, his next retro revival. Oh, no. <laughs> no, no, no. You forgot about my big black fuzzy balls. <laughs> That's so good. Fuck, it's a great and movie. And terrible at the same time. Mostly yes. terrible. Yeah. yeah. But he, he did a bunch of really good stuff for, for a while there. He was in uh, Con Air. Um, and <laughs> Half-Baked. Half-Baked's a great movie. Blue Streak with Martin Lawrence. Oh, who could forget that? <laughs> <laughs> what, remember Martin Lawrence? Remember? Yeah. Remember. Just wait for Bad Boys oh, 3 when he comes back. Black Knight was like the only Martin Lawrence oh. one that I had on DVD and it was trash. You had that on DVD? I did, yeah. Wow. We have fire. Yeah. <laughs> I give you fire. We have fire. <laughs> it's so bad. That's the best line in that film. It's a terrible film. Yes, but Dave Chappelle yes. <laughs> is is good. Bring more Dave Chappelle. I think this is his third Netflix special since he got yeah, jacked so. up. So Yeah, he's so tank now. Yeah. He's a beefcake. 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 I mean, right. Captain of Swole over here doesn't disagree. But... Number five. Holly's not here this week. <laughs> Swally. We. <laughs> Swally. Sounds like a fucking Pokemon. Come on, guys. Energy, focus. Let's do it. Tom. Tom. Swally, swole. <laughs> <laughs> granga, <have>. granga. <laughs> That's a callback. Uh, we have the trailer for Dolomite Is My Name, the new Eddie Murphy All right, film. I'll just hit the next one. Moving on. Moving on. <laughs> he really is. Number four. This is why we shouldn't give him soundboard duties. <laughs> Go on. Discuss duty. It looks fun. Terrible. Uh, that, if this movie released in cinemas... It would tank, but I, I kind of like that. It, it's what, so it's okay to go direct to Netflix. <laughs> there is like there are some films that I think would do that do better on streaming platforms, and that would do as a cinema release, like the perfection. All of Adam Sandler's movies, because it's, because I, I, I hear what you're saying. Because it's like I'm already paying for the service, so I may as well just watch it. But I would not go out of my way to pay money it. for yeah. that particular thing. Exactly, no. I see what you mean. No, yeah. that makes sense. That is Adam Sandler's movies. Yeah. This movie looks like a piece of shit. It looks terrible. Yeah. Isn't well, Wesley Snipes in it? Wesley Snipes. Yeah, Wesley Snipes. Is His <laughs> grand return from tax fraudation. Keegan Michael Key, Wesley Snipes. Fraudation. I just made up a word. I fucking kind of love it. It's totally fraudacious there. <laughs> fraudacious of you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, come on. Now we already moved on. <laughs> now we can move on. Now let me move on. Yeah, Dude is the only one that's going to be seeing this. So yeah, I'll watch it. Move on. Number four. We have a new trailer that has dropped for the Invader Zim movie. Yes. <laughs> Wait, okay, so movie, not series? Movie. Okay, so like they're doing with uh, Rocco's. Rocco's Modern Life. Yes, yeah. like what they have done now, because so I think that came out earlier this week. Yes, yes. it did. Everybody's talking about <laughs> Everybody's talking about <laughs> Rocco. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Invader Zim comes out. In the next week or two I'll be watching well. that I fucking love Invader Zim oh, It was a fantastic series I loved it I'm very excited for this film And this trailer has just got me more pumped mm-hmm. Looks fun at, look. the, at the That's... end of this ride is a room With a moose <laughs> I think we all decided that though, They're using this as like a, a trial run It's like a, we'll test the waters See if it's any good And then maybe we'll bring a series in right I'm actually more keen so. of it as a movie Because I just 
I, I, I don't think I would sit down and watch another whole series because I didn't watch the other one. I, I like it but as, as a, a movie. I'm willing to sit down and give it an hour of my life. <laughs> as a series that I was vaguely familiar with. Yeah, exactly. I liked it as a series because like each episode was something just a completely random, like weird story. Like there was the um, uh, Zim got a, uh, a a zit on his face, but and all the pus inside of his zit got bigger and bigger, but it hypnotized people. So he turned it into a puppet called Pastulio. <laughs> it was like, don't you want to hold Pastulio's little hand? And if you looked at him, you got hypnotized by him. It's fucking cool. It's just so true. Was a plot. <laughs> that was a plot. Wow. And it got bigger and bigger and bigger. Pastulio. And then it exploded and covered the school in pus. I think, <laughs> yeah, I just think the concept lends itself really well to a film. Mm, you know, yeah. aliens invading. It just works well. Okay. Yeah, very much so. You know? Like Mars Attacks. You know. I do not know. Number three. Knows, does he not? He does not know. Uh, Toy Story 4 crosses $1 billion. You've got to put your pinky to your mouth when you say that. It doesn't $1 really sound that impressive. $1 which is the fifth Disney film this year to do so. I believe that makes $5 billion. Mm-hmm. Whoa. If you add them together. But that's not, <laughs> as, that's not as much as Mr. Deeds, who had $40 billion. The Adam Sandler film. Yeah. And the sequel, Mr. Films. Deeds, Done Dirt Cheap. <sighs> Mr. Deeds I Done dirt cheap <laughs> Very uh. sneaky, sneaky <laughs> I'm holding the microphone up to my head So you can feel the ice cream headache That I'm getting Oh yeah You know if you put your thumb on the roof of your mouth It goes away <laughs> You know if you put your thumb on your bum It goes away Distraction Spicy <laughs> Did you wash your hands? <laughs> no. No. Uh, okay, well, that's a lot of money uh, for a movie that was... Meh? Yeah. I haven't actually seen it. It's. I was off for that episode, but... There are some new there, there are some new characters in it that are pretty cool, like Ducky and Bunny were fucking awesome. Which and was it... Keegan and Kapil. Dick Kaboom or something? Duke or? Kaboom. Duke Kaboom. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Keanu Reeves. He was a bit... It's a nickname for my parents. It wasn't bad. I, was I didn't mind say. it. He was unnecessary. But you watch Keanu Reeves in the, like, in the, record, That's in 90%. the recording studio and he's just so animated and stuff. He's like, he's doing the whoa look, but he's like, all right, we're going to jump over this and we're going to do it. And it's like, wow, he's just so animated where you look at Tom Hanks and he's just like, hi, Buzz. I'm here for a paycheck. <laughs> of course he's so animated. That's the point. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, swing and a miss. <laughs> you can, you, see, when you do a big swing and a miss like that, you've got to wait 10 seconds before Ian pushes the button. Like, he's about to push it now. Yes, it is three, Ian. Um, he's about to push <laughs> no. it now. And. It was. Number three. No, we were up. That was number three. Yeah, we're up to number two. Oh, for fuck's sake! <laughs> this is how the sausage is made, people. <laughs> it's not pretty. <laughs> What's in a hot dog? Uh, <laughs> news hooves. Another trailer. We have the Dark Crystal Age of Resistance TV series coming to Netflix. Give it to me now! Not interested. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> There's a good early 2000s reference for you kids. <laughs> That's right. Oh, wow. <laughs> that one landed. Wow, give this to me immediately Because it it, it looks so much fun It takes what was the old concept with the 
Puppets. Puppets. That's the word I'm looking for. <laughs> Just you can hold hand. the puppet in your open palm is what you look doing. <laughs> yeah, it takes a puppet. The power of a puppet in the palm of my hand. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's how puppets work. <laughs> that's yeah, why the just, joke works. Uh, yeah. And it modernizes it so well with CGI. The crossover, you can. it just blends it so well. And we were talking about it before. It's uh, being done by Weta Workshop. Weta. Weta. Um, because fully... that's how they say it in New Zealand. You have to say it the way they say it in New Zealand. Otherwise, okay. it's that's how they say weather. It's the name. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but they, they've got the full license from Jim Henson's workshop, so they've got all of the character models from the original movie. It looks great. Yeah. It looks so good. I, I can't wait for this. It looks like, like childhood on screen. So Yes, I was also born in the 80s. Shut up. I was just in the 80s. <laughs> Very musical today. Alright, uh, I don't have any honourable pieces of news. Anyone around the table? Duty. Uh, I'm on season four, Preacher. Really good. Give it a watch if you like Preacher. <laughs> there you go. Oh, good. I finished The Boys. The Boys is a must fucking watch. It is an outstanding show. Uh, the Countdown have just released a, uh, a sort of a 20 minute review of The Boys, the first seven episodes, the first six episodes. Sure. Fuck, it's a great show. It, it really, really helps, like, with this sort of. with this large influx of comic book or superhero movies we're getting just seeing like this dark gritty reverse side of the coin of it it just it's really refreshing it's so large give it a watch okay yeah. fuzzy um no I'm re-watching Dexter and oh no I, I watched uh, the Deadwood movie uh, recently did anyone see Deadwood's had, TV uh, series uh, Timothy Oliphant as yes. a as a sheriff in the old west uh, and our, and it had um, New Teeth Boy Yeah, New Teeth Guy from John Wick In Ian McShane That's it As Al Swearingen, who swears a lot um, But yeah, so they basically had a, a TV show on HBO It was three seasons long uh, It got cancelled in 2008 And everyone's been going The story it like just got cut off And that was it, done And the story had so much more left to go And they brought back a movie this year With all of the original characters And it was Not great? No Everyone looked much, much older, and they're like, "Yeah, only ten years has passed. It's been nearly like nearly twenty. So, you said it was two thousand eight. Oh, sorry, um, nearly well, twelve years old. Eleven. Yeah, whatever. Um, but yeah, so it's it's very interesting to see the age difference and how everyone's carried through. And it's just like they tied up all of the loose ends in two hours, and it was like, yeah, that's should you have? <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it was it was too rushed. It needed another two seasons to close it out properly. So. Yeah, I'm of the opinion that sometimes those shows do better because they have those loose ends. Yeah. And when you try to tie everything up, sometimes you just shouldn't. It'd be like bringing back Firefly now. Yeah, which wasn't good to start with, so yeah, it's fine. Serenity was much better. Much. More concise. Yeah. Yeah. Can we please have that as a retro revival? We do have a request from Kermit, listen to the show, who wants to do Serenity. I'm away that week. Well, (laughs) as the person on Retro Revival, uh, this next one, uh, we might be all right, maybe... I Teaser. will be going to Hawaii a couple of days early. <laughs> <laughs> Ian. I have nothing number one, bye. Not going to ask Tom. 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 I had nothing. <laughs> Thanks for asking. And we'll continue. <laughs> number one. A Star Wars Obi-Wan TV Obi-Wan. series Ooh. is in talks again. Yeah. With old mate McGregor. With Disney Plus. Conor McGregor? <laughs> old mate McGregor. <laughs> old mate McGregor. <laughs> old mate. Old mate. 
Who's <laughs> <laughs> for old mate McGregor to come back as Obi-Wan? Uh, he does have the high ground. On Disney Plus on as Disney a TV Plus, show? TV Fuck yeah, I'd watch that. Uh, yeah, I'll be watching all the Star Wars Disney Plus stuff. Sure. I just I just don't want to keep buying more subscriptions. It'll come to stand. I'm not going to get Amazon because I'll only watch The Boys. And The Grand so Tour. Lord happen. of the Rings. Yeah. So nothing. Lord of the Rings. Nah. Lord Grand Tour. I'm not paying for more subscriptions. Also, you get Prime with it in general. So you get like the free delivery on packages from Amazon. <laughs> Everyone wants my fucking money. <laughs> hey, Ian, can I borrow a dollar? <laughs> <laughs> Give me a dollar. Um, well, uh, down under, where it's being distributed through Stan. Yep. So that's their, their partner for yep. Disney Plus at this time. Yes. So if you already have Stan, you're, you're going to get all of the Disney Plus services, which mm-hmm. is fine. At this time. Yes, at this time. But I yeah, wouldn't otherwise, be surprised if they roll yeah. it out pretty quick. Yeah. I think they need more of a stupid thing to say, but they need more of a catalogue before they can just go, here's our stuff. I'm, like, I'm not going to get a streaming service. What are you service. talking about more of a catalogue? It's fucking Disney. They yeah. own the entire catalogue of Hollywood. Yeah, they have all of Marvel, all of Star Wars, I own all, the Marvel, all of Fox, Star Wars. all of Fox. They yeah. own everything. They they've got so much stuff yeah. and movies that like you probably don't really realize are Disney. Yeah. Oh, because they've got offshoots. Disney. Yeah, but they had offshoots as well for a long. I'd time. say just bring it all to Stan. I'm fucking loving. I prefer Stan to Netflix now. I get really bored with Netflix. I'm like, eh, there's nothing on. I go into Stan. I'm like, oh, watch Scrubs again. The user interface I would, is not as much. That's my problem. User that is my problem. It just doesn't run as well as Netflix does. Because it it's a shit lags, platform. It cuts. I think it's great. It, Although that being said, it's a shitload better than the Foxtel Now. Bloody, uh, <laughs> <laughs> that is but Foxtel Now, you know, you get what you pay for. It's so cheap. It's like twice the fucking price. <laughs> you get half as much. To be fair, I got a free with my phone, so I'm oh. getting what I'm paying for. I, I'm still waiting for the day, like all these subscription services, where somebody goes, hey, guess what? If you pay us $60, we'll bundle together all of these things, and it'll end up being like an internet cable package where you there pay is, for I think everything. there is a thing that does that at the moment. Just Fox for Tower Netflix. Yes, exactly. So. Shake it, not nerd co. Go to the website. <laughs> Tom, when money. is our website coming? I told you it's not. <laughs> it's under development, all right? <laughs> You click on it and it's just like the it's coming your, soon. It's coming soon. It's got your dad. It's got the little dinosaur jumping. <laughs> no, it's just that background image of just the tiled nudie duty photo. Oh yeah, <laughs> I'm more than happy. For Bring you back nudie duty. That's what I say. Uh, yeah, I'm. I'm excited for going back to Obi Wan. <laughs> I'll be honest. I forgot what we were talking about. <laughs> I'm excited for it. Um, there's been some pretty cool stories with the old uh, sort of the now Legends canon with Obi Wan, with like bounty hunters coming after him, and there was, I think, a story of um, just after Luke and Leia were born that Obi Wan went back to Polis Massa and deleted the birth records of Luke and Leia before the Empire found them. So, like, that would be, like, I feel like... Mm. You'd think you'd do that when you leave. Why would you leave and then be like, oh, yeah, birth records. Oh, I didn't think of that. Look, man, <laughs> kids are a beautiful thing. Did they have birth records? In space? Yes. A long time ago. Yeah, no, but they were, like, <laughs> born in secret. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, Why but like, they're, they're not like, records. oh, fuck, I better write that down. Secret birth... <laughs> But that'll that'll be the thing. Like, better make a record. That'll be the thing. Like, they'll have to like fucking clear droids, wipe droids' memories and shit like that. Like, they that, did that's a, for fucking C three, but not for the droids on Polis Master is what I'm meaning. Maybe they did. Oh yeah, maybe they did. What seems, do you think, Tom? Just seems like know. a plot hole. Maybe it could maybe. be Obi Wan just running around killing droids. Eh? They yeah. clone Obi Wan and make <gasps> Obi two. Oh fuck! 
I can't wait for his Hawaii trip. (laughs) (laughs) Two whole weeks. (laughs) Two weeks. (laughs) Two weeks. In a day spa for a week? (laughs) D-A-I-Y-E. Day. See you later. Um, I'm looking forward to it. Um, I, I just don't want too much. I don't want any like toddler or young Luke sort of things. Like I, I like the ways that they did it in Star Wars Rebels. It was just like Baby Luke do 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 my, my jokes were bad. <laughs> He's had one. That is unforgivable. <laughs> that shit's all over Obi Two. But the uh, the way they did it in Rebels was quite good because you saw the you saw Luke's house and you just saw like this little toddler like in the distance running inside and I'm like cool you don't we don't need to actually see Luke we can just have him as like he's a he's a silhouette in the distance or like Obi-Wan is keeping his distance from him but like he can see he's fine or whatever I don't actually want to hire a kid actor who plays Luke and has fucking lines and he goes on adventures and he pulls moisture out of droids all that sort of stuff and he goes and buys power converters from Tashi Tashi Station Shooting Womp Rats in his T-16. <laughs> Bullseyeing Womp Rats, thank you very much. <laughs> Luke, you have a side mission. <laughs> no, I think I agree. in the hospital, he says it's okay for you to be here. <laughs> Pull my finger, Luke. I think... <laughs> it surrounds us, it binds us, it's bacteria in our bloodstream that tells us what to do. <laughs> I, I agree. It's over 9,000. <laughs> I think it would be better if you just hint at Luke being there, like you just see him in the uh, background, yeah, like um, blurred out. I'm just really hoping that there isn't a scene in there where he's talking to someone and they're like, "What's your name?" And he goes, "Ooh, uh, uh, Ben. Ben is my name." Oh God, please. Solo. <laughs> Solo. Some people call me Ben. <laughs> then there needs to be. Uh, I think there needs to be that little thing of like you watch the start of episode four and it's um. And they're like, yeah, you know, the hermit old Ben Kenobi, like he's a, he keeps to himself sort of thing. Like there needs to be that sort of, I think, set up or sort of reason why Luke thinks he's a hermit and keeps to himself. Like there needs to be that sort of isolation. Have some other to kids watching him like shuffle through town with his arthritic. <gasps> I also want to see the the training montage where he learns to speak um, like sand people. <laughs> Yeah, that's a one. That's a whole episode right there. Yeah. Ooh, ooh, nah, that's too <laughs> no, much. No, no, no. C flat. Ah, ah, no, it's more <laughs> of a whoop. It's more of a whooping. <laughs> How to season your womp rat with Obi Wan? <laughs> <laughs> Cooking with Obi Wan. It's just, it's just the shit. Cooking with old Ben. <laughs> Add a little sand, people flakes. <laughs> That's how he gets his money now. He's got, like, old Ben Spice. (laughs) Now dust it with the ashes of your parents. (laughs) Mmm, that's good parentage. (laughs) Needs more sad people. (laughs) I I just want to see, like, the the scene where, like, he just gets Anakin's lightsaber and just throws it in a random fucking trunk. He's like, oh, it's in there somewhere. (laughs) No, 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 he's using the lightsaber to, like, stir the chili or something. (laughs) (laughs) It warms and it stirs. It's it's in there next to the rat jerky. (laughs) I really should have stereo. Just after cutting off arms and legs, <laughs> add a cup of blue milk. It's just milk but blue. Mm-hmm. It tastes mm-hmm. delicious. Blue. <laughs> you can really taste the blue. <laughs> it's fresh from the nipple of the sea cow. <laughs> do you think we'll get a uh, cameo from? Uh, do you reckon we'll get cameos from Liam Neeson for Qui Gon? Because he goes to that Tatooine cool. to learn how to essentially communicate with the dead. And yeah, Qui Gon cool. learn how to do it. Yeah, but I don't know if Liam Neeson, they, they're going to let him on Disney stuff. Sure they will. Liam Neeson's is no good anymore. It's been ostracized. Yeah, a bit. I don't know. 
Yeah, I don't know. Don't Maybe. Know. Maybe. Because they, they do have him in, like, the Clone Wars. He appears as a Force ghost in the animated series Clone Wars. Yeah. So, yeah. It'll be yeah. interesting to see what they do with it. Mm. 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 That is the news. My business <laughs> is done. <laughs> Thank Christ. But, Tom. Yes. We have a sponsor. It's true, we do. Ian, tell us about him. Yes, Ian. <laughs> yes, Ian. <coughs> um, <laughs> yes, we have a sponsor, Incognito Comics. They're moving to a bigger, better house. They are. First weekend of September. I mean, factory. <laughs> <laughs> For legal reasons, we have to call it a factory. Edit <laughs> <Yeah>, that out. <laughs> no, 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 no. They're moving to a bigger, better warehouse. Uh, we have a date now. Yes, first weekend of September, so it's the sixth, the, uh, Friday the 6th of September through to Sunday the 8th. They're having uh, opening sales and stuff like that, uh, and the new warehouse is fucking massive. Massive? Yes. It's huge. Yes. Yeah. You can throw a tennis ball down from one side to the other, and you can't hit the back wall. It's that fucking big. Yeah, I've seen you throw. I can see why. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, throw up, stupid. <laughs> No, it's pretty cool. I'm looking forward to their new place. Unfortunately, I'll be in Hawaii, so I missed the welcoming party, but you guys will have to party on without me, Garth. It's a shame. It's a real shame. It is a shame. You will be... I think we all get really, really hammered and then just swear off alcohol after. You motherfuckers. (laughs) You know alcohol is my favourite hobby. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, so highly recommend coming down for that launch weekend. Check out the new place. Grab Mm. some books. It's going to be a whole lot of fun. Speaking of books, have you got pay anything new? Books. Pay for the books. Oh, yeah, you got to pay for them. Yes. With yeah. money. Uh, I picked up the... Uh... Oh, sexual favours. No, wait, they don't accept that anymore. Uh, yes, right. please continue. Not since... No. <laughs> Keep going, move along. Uh, I picked up some new Spider-Man 2099, so it's a crossover with uh, traditional Spider-Man and the 2099 universe, and Venom and... Like the 2099 Venom and the normal Venom sort of fight and all that sort of stuff, so it's kind of cool. Uh, I've picked up some more boys because I love the TV show and the book. <laughs> 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 okay, <laughs> okay, we're not doing phrasing anymore. <laughs> the book, the boys. I, I picked had. up more of book, comic books of the boys. Yes, yes, <laughs> yeah. Not I've picked up more boys. Oh, I am editing that out. <laughs> <laughs> Finally, we get an edit point in we this episode. Got him. <laughs> <laughs> Tom's actually crying. <laughs> <laughs> Duty in the closet. <laughs> now he's in the closet too. <laughs> Uh, oh, mercy. Well, uh, there we go. Yeah. And I picked up a, a what, what an ad read. Star Wars. So, yeah. <laughs> Ollie, Ollie, come back. <laughs> there we go. So, go down, check them out. Incognito Comics. What's uh, the new address? Dot com. Check that out. That's a, that's a good address. Incognito Comics.com.au is the online. You can get everything and they'll ship it to you. Really quick, really efficient. They know what they're doing. Within right the here. vicinity of your door. Yes. Yes. Preferably yes. the front one. Um, what's the new address for the new place? Uh, it is Bignall Road in Bentley East, or sort of Bentley East, Moorabbin, sort of that borderline area. Um, uh, but I will notify you of yes. the actual address. Cause at follow the moment, them, it's follow them on the socials as well. Yes. Because they have everything up there, you'll know. What's and they'll happening. actually have the address. Yes, there, they'll so. actually have the address. They're Christian, Street. Nice. they're Christian Street now, but when they move, we'll, I'll be able to give out the new address because they're still moving shit over. Yeah, that's right. Yep. Yeah. And the doors are unlocked! <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> I have to go for. For sleep. <laughs> for sleep. <laughs> I also need to go for sleep. <laughs> <laughs> well, guys, thank you for that. Uh, that was wonderful. That was quite an ad read. But this week we have the return of one of our favourite segments. 
What's in Fuzzy's bag? Jacket edition. Um, <laughs> Jacket edition. So I forgot my bag this uh, we week. We're not doing phrasing anymore. <laughs> and no, Fuzzy, no. <laughs> I've, I've wrapped something up inside my jacket. Um, Ian, do you want to just stick your hand inside my jacket? <laughs> you want me to jacket? <laughs> yeah, just jacket. Right there. Right. Ooh, oh, it's, Ian's it's hand's going in there. It's, it's cold, it's, it's long, and it's hard. It's yeah, I don't know why it's cold. There we go. Just jerk it out. Just like... Yeah, Check that's it. it. Ooh. One, Ooh, one it's bright movement. orange. It certainly is. Now, read out what's on the label, oh, please. Oh, God, please. We're no. just going to wing this part. <laughs> Fuck it. <laughs> it's uh, Lester's Fixins Buffalo Wing Soda Original. Uh, Y'all get the? your fixes. <laughs> Where do you find these things? Well, that was a miracle drink that I found, and this is Simpson and Son Miracle Tunny. <laughs> I love as well that instead of like having new or something on the side on an angle, it says artificial. <laughs> no, it's oh, a twisty. It's a twisty top. It's, I think it should be fun. Uh, should do you I read out the ingredients? Yes. Ingredients: <laughs> carbonated water. So so far so good. Chicken. Second ingredient: sugar. <laughs> yep. Citric acid. Yep. Sodium benzoate. Sodium pentothal. Um. <laughs> Ester gum. It's poison. Natural flavor. Awesome. Yellow six caramel color. That's and good. Red forty. That's All bad. Right, here we go. Oh. Red forty. Oh no, you oh. don't want that. Makes you go faster. Yellow six and car- caramel color. Yeah. Not caramel. What did I say? You said caramel. Did I? That's a person. They call no, me caramel. It's the same color as caramel down the street. Yeah, caramel. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, now I don't want it. <laughs> <laughs> Ian blew on it. Uh, I usually do. Here we go. Scullet. And we're trying Scullet. the, the uh, Lester Fixins Buffalo Wing Soldier. Buffalo Wing Soldier. Buffalo Wing Soldier. That's exactly what I Peed <laughs> into a bottle. <laughs> it's, um. It looks like weird. urine in a bottle. It's got an odd aftertaste, I'll be honest. Oh, it tastes off. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> it's not. That's probably the worst it's one we've oh, had. Oh, fuzzy. Oh, that's <laughs> awful. That's gross. That is definitely the worst one we've had on here. It tastes nothing like buffalo wings, and it tastes a lot like flat Fanta. Oh. Hang on, fuzzy. I'll get a photo of you holding the bottle. <laughs> oh, Close yeah. to your face. <laughs> when the aftertaste kicks in, it's that's a spicy meat ball. Oh, that is disgusting. <laughs> more? Here we go. More, more. <laughs> I'll do it. I'll give it the old. Uh, I oh. think that may be. Cruises. You know how you swirl? I think you're supposed to have a straw. <laughs> oh, finish it. Finish it. Finish it. No, nope. pass it back. No, around. no, no. Yeah. I don't want any more. Yucky, yucky. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want any more. Oh well, there we go. That's the first one we haven't finished. Uh, I've been keeping that in my fridge for about three weeks. Uh, so there we go. <laughs> it tastes like it. <laughs> I'm glad they did point out artificial buffalo wings. Yeah, so otherwise they would have been like, "How'd they get the wings in front of the Franks?" Buffalo <laughs> wing soldier. Now they need a sauce. Uh, a sauce. Now they need a drink that's blue cheese. So you take the buffalo. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yuck. There we go. So, uh, Lester Fixins. Get your fixins. He's creepy looking too, isn't he? He is. He looks yeah. like he's. Uh, he looks like a shrewd. <laughs> Y'all get your fixins. I'm going to say, I feel like we need to start ranking them as, as they're coming through. Oh, we're giving a white Russian. <laughs> against each other. <laughs> On a ranking between uh, Buffalo Wing so- uh, Soldiers and. Peanut uh, butter jelly. Well, what's the top? What's, the, what's our top? Um, Tropical Red Bulls? I don't know. Trouble. Look, uh, the oh. the other oh, that pineapple one was really good. Yeah, yeah that pineapple one. Was oh, we're really going good. way back to including Ollie's energy drinks as well. That's yeah. just energy drinks you've got on the server <laughs> on the way here. Pretty much anything we force you guys to drink on the show, which is really great for sound. Yes, it is. Yeah, yeah. at least it's not eating, so you're not going. 
I promise that maybe sort of don't promise that we might one day have video. Yeah, we will. Yeah, that's 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 an in sort of promise. <laughs> and that's a Garen maybe tears. <laughs> <laughs> Garen maybe tears. Well, All right, there we go. We have a movie to review this week, fellas. Ooh, are we going to do that now? Yes. Yeah, okay. Why wouldn't we do that? Movie trivia, duty edition. <laughs> well, I thought I actually... Not going to do trivia at the end of the episode this week because the gap between because Ollie's been off for the past two weeks, the gap might increase, and that's not fair. How many points is he on? Uh, let me take a look. Give us the points update for the movie trivia challenge because I think I am uh, almost winning. Uh, the trivia scores <laughs> almost winning. The, uh, for those so you, you're losing. <laughs> for those of you who don't know, we have a trivia at the end of the show with one question with four multiple choice answers. The scores at the moment is Ian's on six, Tom and Ollie on three, Fuzzy on five. Yeah. See, almost winning <laughs> <laughs> And everybody else is on like one point uh, That kicked pod on two Oh, because they got one point each Yep that That's what Well, look, Tom, lift your game They're catching up, they're right behind you So if I clone myself and bring myself to here Obi 2 <laughs> Boo <laughs> <laughs> well, o- Obi, hey <laughs> oh, God. That's good oh, That's good It's a joke that already exists He just, oh, for fuck <laughs> <laughs> and Ian quit the episode. That's I make good. my own jokes. Here I am, day in, wait, day wait, wait, out, slaving at the joke face, slaving at the joke factory. Where did I take that from? Uh, the internet. Oh, I haven't seen it. The jokes you have, maybe subliminally. Yes, he's totally subliminally. What is the movie of this week's episode? Are you doing your trivia thing? No, no, you're not doing trivia. Okay, that was do it at the end. All right. What's the movie? When. We watched the new Quentin Tarantino movie. Quantum Tarantino. Uh, Once Upon a Time, dot, 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 in Hollywood. Yes. Well, Once Upon a Time in. No, wait. It was Once Upon a Time, dot, 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 in Hollywood. Yes. Yes. Now, Ian, you're probably the biggest Tarantino fan out of all of us here, I would say. I don't know. No. Fuzzy's been alive for most of them. Sure. <laughs> Fuzzy, what's the story? <laughs> uh, it's a story of movie star Rick Dalton doing... Life and being a like, he's he's basically a a a TV star that's trying to transition across to movies and still stay relevant uh, in Hollywood. It's a story of him and his stunt double, um, and yeah, just interacting with people in Hollywood. Yes, yes. There's a lot of of yeah journey to. He's in that middle ground. He's kind of he's in his mid thirties now, and it's now or never transition period to like staying relevant. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, there will there there is a lot of mention in uh, movie trailers about this, and also in the pre movie you know, like press about this being linked to the Manson murders and <laughs> Sharon Tate and all the rest of it. I will just say right now that is the most irrelevant thing about yeah. this movie. If you're going along expecting to see that stuff, Don't. you'll be disappointed. It's yeah. it's exactly <laughs> like saying Inglorious Bastard is historically accurate. No, it's not. It's nothing to... It's like, Inglourious Bastards still had, like, an alt history kind of thing, but they never said, it's about, you know, Hitler's deaths or something. They, they just made it a movie. This was, like, specifically lots of stuff about Manson and Sharon Tate in the press, mm. and literally nothing about it in the actual movie itself. Mm. Oh, but that being said, it was in, it, mainly in the press, so I don't know whether that was... I think that was just something that people latched on to, as opposed to what um, yeah, Quinton was actually right pushing there. out himself. Mm. I think a lot of people were... He was like latching onto. Oh, he's doing the Mansons. 
So I will say, like right. Charlie Manson uh, is 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 in every single trailer that they put out. Yeah, for this. that's true. Actually, oh, and all you see of him in the movie is exactly what's in the trailer. You do not see a single second oh, okay. more of him in the movie than you see in the trailer. I so I don't think I actually watched the. Tra- Rewatched the trailer. I didn't watch the No, I did watch the trailer, but I don't remember seeing him in it, so I haven't watched really yeah. it. Yeah, it was it was alluded to quite strongly. So yeah. okay. Anyway, but yeah, so that's that's the story of this movie. Mm. Yeah, that's the story. <laughs> yes, positives. <laughs> positives. DiCaprio is fabulous in this movie. He yeah. once again, like he is back to his Django Unchained best. He is knocking it out of the park. He gets everything to do in this film. He's Angry, he's sad, he's you know doing Alcoholic. action scenes. He's doing everything. Bipolar. Yeah, he's got so much to do, and he just crushes every single moment of it. So DiCaprio, fantastic. Yeah, yeah. he kills it. Mm. I also quite uh, enjoyed Brad Pitt. Yeah, I thought Brad Pitt was actually really good in this film as mm. well. But I don't. His know body was, was fantastic. He was. He was looking. Oh, he was looking good. Uh, <laughs> but the lady sitting next to me when he took his shirt off at the start, she went. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I love, I love at, at the start as well. Yeah, it's like quote unquote at the start because it is kind of at the start of the story, but it's like forty five minutes in. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's the start of a Tarantino. That's the start story. of a Tarantino, yeah. Tarantino film. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, I, I thought he did really good. I don't know whether it was more so his acting or whether it was actually the character that I really liked. I he was, was a super cool character. Mm. So, I mean, and it's not often you can say God that sense. about a character who has done some pretty bad thing. He <laughs> <laughs> did a bad, bad thing. Allegedly. Oh. Allegedly. It's pretty heavily imploded. <laughs> heavily imploded. <laughs> Implied or implode? I will just say that that scene, that spear gun was not loaded. Yeah, oh, no. So, yeah. We're watching it, and Mon's like, oh my god, and the scene cuts. I'm like, well, A, I knew the scene was going to cut because it's a Tarantino film. B, the gun wasn't even loaded. Yeah. Just, just for people who haven't seen it, we're doing a little bit of spoilers. I don't think there's really much to spoil about to this. To be honest, there ain't much to spoil, I don't really think. Yes. Yeah. Like most, most, I'll say most, Tarantino movies, it's not necessarily about a twist ending. Most yeah. aren't. Mm. It's more about the journey yeah. of these characters. Mm. And. Exactly to the right. same extent, it's not necessarily about a story in this regard. It's about a journey of these characters, mm, which yes. is unusual if you're used to a Hollywood movie that is a story being told. Because yeah. this is a very rough version of saying it's a story. And look, I think that's the, <laughs> yeah. the the strongest part about this thing is the actual story of, of Rick Dalton and, and the journey that he goes on. I really like that. The first two thirds of this movie, I really enjoyed. The final third of this movie is when it turns into a Tarantino film after they get back from Italy, and that's just like a completely different film all on its own. It yeah. really is. It, it's kind of like um, from Dust Till Dawn when he partnered up with um, Rodriguez, Rodriguez. Yeah. to do like, and he did the Tarantino did the first half, which is a bank heist, and the second half is a vampire film. Yeah. Like this is like that's this movie mm. to like just with Tarantino directing the whole thing. So. Yeah. I, I I loved that first part. I thought it was really great. I'm you know interested in the acting. I really liked some of the stuff. It was a very entertaining movie. That scene where he's like um, they're filming uh, the the cowboy movie with uh, Timothy Oliphant, yeah, and he's like they're going around the table, and then all of a sudden DiCaprio loses his lines, yeah. and then makes him go back and do it again. Fantastic acting to actually. Oh, you do can that. see in his eyes, he's like so yeah. That's the, that's got to be. I reckon yeah. that, that would be a second Oscar right there. That is a fucking long shot, and he got mm. it performed it fucking perfectly. Oh, there's there's a cut in there. 
You reckon? Yeah. yeah. It's just the way it's done is to make it seem like it's oh, all right. one shot. Yeah. For it's this movie is about as meta as you can fucking yeah. get. Oh yeah, and that's <laughs> and critically uh, has been knocked out of the park. Like the yeah. critics love this because it's like them just jerking off Hollywood. Yeah, exactly. It, it, it is one massive Hollywood jerk off. You guys are so fucking great. Ah, look at films. Ah! Yeah. Every and every critic is like fucking, you know, two to force. Yeah, you know, it won the like the big fucking award at Cannes as well, and yeah, fuck yeah. Anyway, fuck movie critic. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah, you said it. Yep, Tom. Um, I will say one of the other positives that I have for it, just in general, is I know that it was what two hours and fifty minutes. Yep. Yes, it was. Didn't feel like it. Not to me. I did not feel like it. Like Hateful Eight, I felt went. For a long time Yes This yeah. film I was happily sitting there And I, when it ended I was like Yeah Engaged awesome. in the story yeah, right? the entire way through hmm. So I, I feel like it worked Very well with that timing And was happy with that overall um, And then Is it more because You were prepared for a long movie Because it's Tarantino Or But even Endgame I knew was three hours And by the end of Endgame I was like Please End <laughs> End this game Yeah Yeah mm. I had a sore bum At the end of uh, Endgame I mean, that's your buddy. Hammer right. Getting ass raped by Disney. Anyway. What about you, Duty? Uh, I enjoyed the film. Um, I found, yeah, the runtime. I was in the middle ground. I'm like, I'm enjoying this, but I'm like, I can, I'm, my body clock is going, you, you're you going to need to pee at some point. You just don't know when the film's going to end. It was amazing actually watching people get up and walk out of the cinema. Like there was a bunch of people just like, yeah, fuck this. I, I know I can miss the next 20 minutes while I go for a pee. There, yeah. That's, that's bizarre to me. Like, oh, it's yeah. Bizarre. I, I, as well. I hate getting up in a film to go to the bathroom unless, A, I've already seen it, or B, it's a really, really, really bad film. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I, I quite liked it. I like Brad Pitt and DiCaprio. Um, I quite liked uh, some of the sort of little cameos. We got like Timothy Oliphant just being sort of a random actor and how, you know. Speaking of Deadwood, Timothy Oliphant is a cowboy. Yeah. 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 I liked uh, how they started talking about The Great Escape and it was like, oh, you know, you, you, you nearly got cast in The Have Great Escape. Have you seen The Great Escape? No. It is a fantastic film. It's a great escape. <laughs> True. Right. Um, but though, I, I don't know how they did it because they used the actual footage from The Great Escape and mm. then they've put, put it in... Yeah, they put DiCaprio into it, which it is, looks pretty bad. It looks amazing. You really? I yeah, think it, it looked, looked amazing. It looks bad. All right, well, that's, that's, looked, that's your wrong I opinion. It, I thought it looked good. I thought it looked cool. Ooh, sucks to be the wrong one at the table. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. Um, I really, really liked it. We got, um, I think it was the actor from Homeland that was playing Steve McQueen. Yes, it was. Yeah, and seeing that, I was like, that's oh, kind of cool. Like seeing actual. Sort he of- looked nothing like Steve McQueen. Oh yeah. To my point, like- when like to that point, there, I will say, like, when you have to put up on screen a caption that tells you who that character is yeah. they are not a good representation of what that person actually is yeah. Yeah, he so. looks nothing like Steve McQueen Steve McQueen had this gorgeous hair and like you know yeah. like not a rough face that looked like he'd been run through a brick wall it just, yeah. this guy did not look anything like him yeah Steve McQueen was he was a little rugged in that sense but he wasn't like that he wasn't that he wasn't right. he was a he fucking heartthrob he yeah, was he was yeah. amazing looking so yeah no and a great guy. actor but yeah never mind. yeah so I, I like the little cameos we got if you there's a particular part where brad pitt goes to essentially the the manson family camp sort of thing out in the middle of nowhere that and, scene oof. and one of the there's dakota mm. fanning mm. in that scene one of the uh the hippie characters that is like in the main crew as they were walking up to the house is kevin smith's daughter is it? I saw it. Oh. I went, oh, that's Harley Quinn Smith. Hmm. Oh, cool. What a cameo. Did you see Rumor Willis in this movie too? <laughs> oh? 
That can I talk <laughs> exactly. About, we're doing positive. So can I talk about that scene? Because for me, that whole scene mm. at the mansion, mansion, the Manson Mansion, Mansion. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, that scene for me was my favorite scene. The whole film, just that build up of him going tension. into the house. Yeah. The tension is so fucking toy. And <laughs> so toy. I, I, and then and like just, Bruce Dern doing his thing, like being a grumpy old man. Yeah, and, but yeah. the build up even just to that point, because you don't know what's inside the house and he keeps turning around. There's like a crowd of girls around him watching him. Creeping go in, closer and, and it yeah. is intense. You're just like, holy shit. I'm like, he's gonna, gonna die. Gonna happen. Yeah. 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 Uh, he did it so well. I did like when it essentially that scene's finished and he's gone back to his car and there's a knife in his car and there's a guy just giggling. He's like, change it. And then he just starts beating the living shit out of him. And then Mont's like, that's a bit excessive, isn't it? I'm like, if someone put a knife in my tire and is sitting there laughing at me, he'd either change it or get the shit kicked out of him. There is options. <laughs> Mont said to that, th- that to me a lot during this film, that's a bit excessive. And I turned around and went, no, it's not. <laughs> I don't know. Not yet. <laughs> not yet it's done. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. I, I found that do, completely fine. Do other people have a favourite scene? Since uh, they in positives? Yeah, maybe. I don't. I, th- I think I really enjoyed that one. Like we talked about the one shot where he's like, yeah, he's yeah, acting against Timothy Oliphant. He loses his lines. They reset and do it again. Yeah. Like just the way that they did that was really, really well done. And they, both actors were just crushing it. The so. thing that I really liked is there's the the movie that um, Rick Dalton is acting in is is there's a, the eight year old girl playing like the daughter or whatever it was. Yeah. And I'm like, wow, this eight year old can really act. Jake Lloyd. What happened? Because <laughs> he was eight in Star Wars 1. And I'm yeah. like, this kid is apparently eight. Yeah, she's not actually she, eight. Though. She's not eight. You don't reckon? No, no, she was 12. Did you look? Yeah. You <laughs> fucking perv. No, I looked because I, because <laughs> of those points. That we, yeah, about, yeah. yeah, Like, yeah, she's definitely not eight years old. Yeah. She just looks a lot younger. So she's 12 years old. I was also, oh, I was also looking up because I wanted to know whether she was an actual, re- meant to be a real person. I wondered that. She was not. No. We okay. look, There was the scene at the... When Steve McQueen is talking about Sharon Tate and it's like hey, she loves him and they used to be with him, and then the girl next to Sharon Tate goes uh, next to Steve McQueen goes, "Well, we know one thing, she likes boys that look like twelve and they never go old." And me and Monica just gone. Hi, <laughs> <laughs> you could have Margot Robbie. <laughs> I'll take it. <laughs> Sold. <laughs> All right, now you've mentioned Margot Robbie, you've opened it up. We have to start dates. talking about negatives. Yeah, Margot Robbie is. Fucking awful in this movie. I she don't is blame given, her. I don't she think it's her, her fault. I know. I know. I'm, I'm just. I'm just pointing out. Like she is given zero to do. Yeah. And she's. Ter- she's literally there to be a pair of legs and yeah. to yeah. like act as this. Like even the bits where like they. You know how they did Steve McQueen. I'm um, sorry. They did Leonardo DiCaprio in The Great Escape. Yeah. yeah. They showed her Margot Robbie going to a movie, seeing a movie that Sharon Tate was in, and they used the original footage of the movie and didn't. Put her in that movie because she they knew she couldn't do no, it. No, but she isn't the only actor they did that with. It was anybody who was a real person remained yeah. the real person because they also had uh, uh, what's his name? Steve was it Steve McQueen? Is that his first name? Yeah. 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 What, what yeah. I just made that up? Okay. They also had he was also in one of the films that is yeah. shown, and it is Steve McQueen. It is not the actor playing him. But the, the problem is though, like she was sitting in this movie watching a movie of herself, and you're looking at it going, it, it, "That's not her." It, like clearly looks it could completely be different. Ta- it could be poor taste as well. Like I understand the Rick Dalton one because he's not real, but with having essentially Margot Robbie play Sharon Tate in a movie she's already started, and then of course 
what had happened to Sharon Tate is uh, could be a little. He's come out and said that the reason why he did it is just because he liked the idea of how meta that was of having the actor watching the actor inside the movie of the that you're Mm. seeing. Hollywood, exactly. The whole whole movie is speaking of that feet, feet. Oh yeah, armpits. Because there's uh, there's a little hippie girl that's been hitting on uh, hitting on Brad Pitt. She just keeps finding Brad Pitt as well. Like I'm like Hollywood isn't that small. Yeah. No. Well, she's uh, she's on the main strip and he's driving up and down that the whole time. So yeah. And it was probably a lot smaller back then. Yeah. But yeah, she's she's basically yeah. She has a scene where she gets in the car with Brad Pitt and immediately it's all feet. She puts feet up on the window and they're like pressed up against the windscreen. Oh, and Sharon Tate does that while she's watching her own movie. Her feet are hanging off the side of the chair, which is gross. Yeah. Anyone who does that. Yeah, not okay. I hang my feet up. Not okay. If no one's in front of me. Not okay. Yeah, but people put their heads on that thing. True. Not okay. That's how you get head tinea. Head tinea. People's heads are getting tinea. Yeah. Um, Yeah, Yeah, no, I agree. But I think, yeah, the main problem... Sorry, we're talking about feet now, aren't we? Yeah. We've moved moved on from Sharon Tate. We're talking about feet. Although, do you want to go back to Sharon Tate? I do want to go back to Sharon Tate because I just think that it wasn't just that she didn't have much to do, but also her story went nowhere. It went absolutely... And well, it was building up like everyone it's was... It's supposed it was, to build up to but, the point where you go like, oh, we're waiting for her to get killed. Yeah. That is, that's the only purpose she served, well, and, and I think that's not enough. That's one of the things that I feel like... Um, Siobhan actually came out and said it to, to me, and I agree with it, is that if you do not know who Sharon exactly. Tate is... You will yeah. not get as much out of this film. No. I don't know. Jeremy. But they, they exactly. focused on her for like yeah. at least 30 minutes of this film. Like just her yeah. for 30 minutes. Like lots of scenes of her doing stuff. Explaining her backstory. She doesn't say much. Yeah. She doesn't do anything. And it's like it, for the, the build up at the end, it's like it yeah. was very unsatisfying. No yeah. Yeah. Mm. For her character. So it's it's very disappointing that they chose to go down that path. Give her more to do. Yeah. Mm. Uh, if she's if she's going to be in movies, she needs to do a lot more than yeah. than just be a pretty pair of legs. Yeah, Let's there was there's too much going into this film. There's too much assumption of knowledge. Yeah, and I don't think you can do that in our day and time. Not enough people well, know. Well, but this is uh, sorry. Oh no, I, I was going to say in general because we've already talked about Charles Manson, obviously, and um, his appearance in the trailer and what that and all that. So if you didn't know, they ne- I don't think they ever re- say Manson ever in the film at all. They talk about Charlie a lot. They, yeah. they say that, but they don't actually I don't say, think they say who Manson. that is. Yeah. yeah. So unless you know going in, yeah, and no, there's or, a lot or know Sharon Tate, like there's. Again, though, like he shows up in the in the trailers, and that's yeah, that that shot is very Charles Manson. So it is. There's a lot of prior knowledge, I think, to your point, and like, mm. I think that's Tarantino's thing, though. He's like he's being super fucking meta for this entire film, and it is that love letter to Hollywood, where hey, we know all about you guys, and Hollywood's awesome, and look at us, and how cool our history is. Yeah. So I think there's a lot in there for like like old school movie buffs. To really enjoy and like that historical stuff, which is I just think it comes at the deficit of the majority. Yeah, and you you talked about Inglorious Bastards as a as a as a reference point that you can watch without any prior knowledge of history because it's a standalone story that has nothing to do with anything else. They just made up their own thing with you know Hitler in there. So yeah. yeah, this but this. Requires that prior knowledge Yeah But like, I, I feel like I went into this film Not really knowing Anything about Manson Or Sharon Tate Or anything like that And then once I finished the film I'm like 
I feel like that wasn't what happened in real life and <laughs> had to check the ending. And then I went, yeah. no, that's not what happened in real yeah. life. Yeah, and that's... Well, well, let's talk about the ending now because that's the, the, the... There's a t- twist in here. There's an M. Night Shyamalan twist in a Tarantino movie. Tarantino's take on John Wick. <laughs> Basically, instead of going to... Spoilers for anyone who hasn't seen the movie, by the way. Spoiler, last final spoiler alert. Yep. Spoiler, spoiler. As the hippies go up to kill Sharon Tate... They get sidetracked and go to Rick Dalton's house, who lives next door to Sharon Tate and Roman Polanski. And basically, they they break in there, and instead of killing everybody, Brad Pitt and his dog fuck them up, <laughs> perform one of the most unnecessarily violent scenes in movie history, yeah. and like uncomfortably uncomfortable. murder these people. It was uncomfortable, yeah. And I, I thought it was unwarranted, like. And, and like that, for the entire film, there's a, there's a few little hints at violence and stuff like that, but there's none of not this, much. none of this I think mega that's the death problem violence because you're not prepared for that level. Yeah, yeah. It, I mean, you do know it's Tarantino, it. but if you you're expecting that Django like the scene where he shoots up, up the inside of the house and it covers the walls in blood, but or when they like they like shoot Hitler's corpse and like it's just a rubber dummy and it's just it's a head exploding, yeah. yeah. Like that kind of level of stuff, but it's it's like someone just ra- like Brad Pitt ramming this lady's head into a into a table yeah. and stuff, and it's it's just a little bit too much bit for me. Much. Plus, you've got that woman who's like screaming the I whole way the through. I think the scream is really what made it hard as well. The screaming from it, all of the characters. Yeah, because uh, she got hit in the face with a soup can, mauled by a dog, ran soup through a glass or dog food can. Oh, dog, dog food, sorry. Yeah. yeah, ran through a glass window and then got flamethrowered in a pool by Leonardo DiCaprio. I don't know what these now, guys are talking about. I thought it was great. Right? <laughs> yes. Right. The entire, the the entire cinema for us were laughing. Yeah, we're, was, yeah. The cinema was pissing themselves yeah. off. And it's like, is everyone okay? Oh, yeah, I cooked the bitch. <laughs> yeah, it's funny after the fact when he makes the joke. But look, I, I'm saying, I, I don't mind that stuff, but that's the wrong movie. It's a different film yeah. altogether. I I, well, I, I, I find it, I found it fine. Mon was a bit going, mm, and when Brad Pitt is smashing one of the assailants head in on fucking anything made out of hard surfaces, yeah. I was like, that's a bit excessive, isn't it? I'm like, no, it's not. She's tried to kill your best, your best mate's wife. She stabbed you in the leg. Someone's tried to shoot you, and someone's run at you with another are, knife. Are you listing all these things whilst you're in the cinema? No. So, okay. No, I okay. said that. <laughs> She's like, that's not okay. No, no, yeah. no. But like, yeah, she she said that's a bit insensitive. I'm like, no, it's not. And then out, out of the cinema, I'm like. It's it's it, yeah it's a bit much but I'm like yeah I'm probably going to kill someone if someone tried to do that in your own home or in your yeah you would say, yeah but the, uh, don't like, know if I'd go about that violently I'm I'm surprised you weren't expecting it because I, the second that I saw he was still had the dog food can and saw him just like that's going in somebody's face oh no look I <laughs> yeah. expected violence I didn't expect the over, the excessiveness of what this was mm-hmm. and I think this was like to speak to the the Hollywood love story I feel this is Tarantino going look at what you know they these it, were the awful people that killed Sharon Tate it was look Hollywood at what getting revenge it was it, it was, was exactly that what it was yeah and I, I i get it and that's hollywood going yeah how fucking awesome are we imagine if we won yeah what yeah. happens if we were the you know they're the bad guys those yeah. dirty hippies and it's i um uh, i didn't need that in this film i was having enough fun watching rick dalton just do this weird spiral of his career that i didn't need to see brutal mega deaths at the end of this film i loved seeing the 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 person go through the glass window and then go into the pool and then like rick dalton shakily gets out of the pool and that then was just, great and then he just comes out with a fucking flamethrower from his tool shed i still got the flamethrower on my tool shed yeah that <laughs> was, was br- I that was great funny. yeah, yeah. 
I think my my biggest problem with this movie um, was simply the fact that it didn't have a story. It didn't go anywhere. It It didn't didn't. go anywhere. And that was my problem with the movie is I didn't know what was happening. I I enjoyed it by the same token because I enjoyed the characters. Yes. Mm. But the story that they were telling wasn't a story. It was just character development. But they only really developed those two characters in Rick Dalton and... Yeah. What's his face? Brad Pitt's character. Three hours of romance. Cliff Cliff, something. something. Yeah. Well, that's, that's what I said to Siobhan when I came out of the cinema. I sort of went... What was yeah, the point? Yeah, it was about nothing. Yeah. It was kind of about nothing. It, like, the, yes, the character development and stuff, but overall... But that's not a story. It was about yeah. nothing. But you yeah. think you think about some of the other, like, Tarantino films that we've had... Like They've they, never been to this extreme. They, they've always had a story or a theme that goes throughout, yeah. and they've, they maintain that theme. Like, you know, even, like, The Hateful Eight, which was a super long film, had a theme of, like, discovery. There was, like, a whodunit mystery yeah, kind of was, thing. there yeah. was a story. There, there was something to it. And, you know, Django had a theme, uh, like, every single even one of Even Pulp Fiction, which... People argue is a story about nothing, but that's it's multiple storylines story how they cross yeah. together. Yeah, and, and I mean, it, even because I guess, and it's something that I think you raised yesterday with. Uh, oh, sorry, last week with last week's film. I was, was thinking that, the same like, thing. Phantom the, Menace. Well, no, no <laughs> real goal to it. Yeah, yeah. And I think if there was some more drive or something else for um, this movie, would have been a ten out of ten. For, for Leo's it. character, if it meant more for those gates. Of the next door neighbor to open up and him enter that area, if that had some more meaning to it and mm-hmm. something to do with his career, I feel like that could have actually been more yeah. of a factor. But yes. it wasn't. Yeah, it, and even the director at the time, I don't think is even home. No, Roman well, Polanski's yeah, not he, there. Yeah, he's not there. But yeah. Yeah. Roman so, Polanski also wasn't there in real life. No, no, but that's what I'm meaning. Like it was because London he, he talks time. about him, he's like, oh, like making the connection, and, yeah. connection, and that's mm. not even a thing because he's not even there. Mm. Yeah. It, I think it just severely impacted the movie by not Absolutely. having a drive. There's no, where am I going? When you're telling a story, you have to have a story. You can't just have character development. Yeah. I think he got a little bit up his own ass in that respect. Classic Tarantino is, he's trying to do something different. Yeah. All for him. I enjoyed the characters and the little stories of what they were getting up to. Yeah. Like, little shenanigans, great fun. First but two thirds of that film was fantastic. I loved it. I really yeah. did. I was but enjoying it. But it was just it. like, what's the point? The the actual story, if you look at it from a writer's perspective, what is the actual story they're telling? What's the seed event and where is it going? Is actually the conversation he has with Al Pacino and he says, you're getting shafted by Hollywood. That's the seed event. So the story, the actual story is literally just him to be to be honest though transitioning over and that's not a story i think mm. the the, the uh, for me i think the core story is Sharon Tate and the Manson family and they didn't but it's not but that that's that's, that's, what it that's where it's leading to and that's yeah. the conclusion because we don't see anything about his career but the, the problem conclusion. is they didn't put that into the story no that's they the, had it at yeah. the end and said that's the ending it's but they didn't get there no 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 oh well i think it's time to review it we've got to that point yes yeah <laughs> yeah yeah. <laughs> Let's start off with one of the boys that love this the most, Mr. Duty Dutrim. Uh I enjoyed the film. Um, I would say probably as the as a lineup of all the Tarantino films, it would probably not be in the top five of my yeah. favorite Tarantino films. Probably wouldn't be in the top seven. <laughs> um, but that being said, though, like I don't think like Tarantino's worst film is still a good Jackie film. Brown. Fuck off. De- death proof. Death proof. Death proof. Death proof. Then Jackie Brown. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> we should got to start a fight. <laughs> uh, I am going to give this a 
seven and a half. Borderlining eight, seven and a half. Um, I think that's fair. I still like that. I, I'll, and when it comes out on Blu-ray, I'll fucking 100% I'll be buying it. Yeah. Um, I think yeah. I think it'll be one of those films that the first time you watch it, you're like, this is weird. But then when you watch it again and again and again. Um, and again, again and again and again from different angles. It's like the first time I watched Jackie Brown, I'm like, this is weird. But then when I watched it more and more, I'm like, I'm actually enjoying it more and more because I'm sort of... That's Tarantino more. movies for yeah. me in general. The more... If I watch them again, I enjoy them a lot more. Yeah. But I still... I think this one just doesn't have enough for me. But yeah, I see yeah. what you're saying. Yeah, yep. seven and a half. That's, okay. a good, that's a good score, though. That's a score. Top. Um, I I think the thing that I'm finding very hard right now is I'm at a similar point to you. I'm trying to determine whether I want to give it a seven point five or an eight. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can give it a fucked up number to fuck up Ollie. Yeah, give I, it a white rush. I think <laughs> no, because I, th- I think that I've been a bit too liberal with some of the other films. That and if I say seven point five, it'll be compared with some other films that are actually considerably. Oh, I, I I remember some of my film scores. So I'm going to give this like a seven point. I'm not gonna give. <laughs> I'm not gonna give this a seven I'm point gonna... eight because I think it's closer to an you eight. You can't do that. Yeah. It's got no, a, no, can't. no, you, you can't. can't. We've made it. We made rules. Ollie made that rule. I, I did not agree to it. Seven point eight six four two one. Now, so hi. <laughs> no, because I don't. I don't think it's quite an eight, but I feel like it's better than a seven point five. That's yeah. hard. Um, yeah. And I think overall, yes, I'm the same. This would be down the bottom of the rewatch list of a lot of his films. I don't know mm. if this is a direct like you are not I don't think people are going to buy this on DVD. I don't know. Oh, no, they will buy they it will. on the Criterion edition which is an extended version that's going to come out and it's going to have all the extra Hollywood references and yeah. that's what's going to go off but I don't know I don't know if it's going to be a big seller on DVD. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, people so. love Tarantino and they will just Fucking come all over the fucking DVD cast. I will say, <laughs> I, I went opening night and it was a half full cinema. Yeah. So at the seven thirty session, which is no, the, pretty bad. At the Astor, they had it. Oh, at the Astor, they had it on thirty five millimeter film, and they had Rick Dalton film posters in all the lobbies. Mm. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Um, but no, the, well, the one that I went to was a Friday night, um, and it was in the large screen at the local uh, at the local picture place. Um, and <laughs> the it, internet. We ha- I had to go to the eight thirty one because the seven thirty one was full. Mm. The eight thirty one was not full when I booked it. By the time that I was in there, it was completely full as well. Oh, like, okay. Both of those sessions completely chock a block. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. When the Thursday night that was full. Yeah. Interesting. And laughing at the murders. Sick son of a bitch. I love it. <laughs> um, I think I'm in a similar camp with you guys in that I'm in that same area. Um, I find it difficult because I do agree with how great a job he does in terms of directing. Mm. I love pretty much everything about this movie except for the storytelling, but unfortunately that's what a movie is. You're telling a story. So that's a fair chunk of a movie in my mm. opinion. Yeah, it's about 2.2. <laughs> it's a fair chunk So I, I, what really annoys me is I, I enjoyed it so much Because they had fantastic fun stories That they were telling But it wasn't a cohesive story And for that reason I think I have to go back mm. uh, And I was tossing between the two And I'm going to have to give it a 7.5 7.5, okay, interesting Fuzzy Dan Fuzzy Dan Well. <laughs> Wheel, wheel. <laughs> <laughs> I may be a simple space hopper chicken. <laughs> we might be in a seven-piece bucket of trauma. <laughs> um, I just, 
I, I enjoyed the first two thirds of this movie. The final third was a different film. I think you either need to finish that first film you're doing, or do completely the uh, like the Tarantino film that you expect. See, I end. liked the last third, but I think it needed more of that last third yes, throughout the first that, two. And I was expecting stuff like the uh, the scene where he goes into you know into the the ranch and he's going into the room. I was expecting it to oh shit, maybe we're getting like a a slasher horror film from Tarantino or something like to. But I think this this whole film was about subverting expectations. You you have an expectation of how something's going to go, and no, we're going to deliver it to you slightly differently. And yeah. that's I think throughout the film, that's what the theme was. So you know his little references to himself in this film, and like he didn't put himself in there for starters, but like yeah. his previous stuff, he had Zoe Bell no, show he did. up. Zoe Bell's in there. He is. He, he is. is. He's in one of the movies that they're watching. Oh, okay. You can see him Zoe like Bell's in the, in the movie as well. Yeah, Zoe Bell's in there. Uh, the uh, reference to Antonio Margariti. Was it? Yeah, th- he was one of the directors that uh, Leonardo DiCaprio worked with in Italy. Oh, uh, and Antonio yeah. Margariti was from Inglorious Bastards. Yeah. He was one of the guys. Yeah, anyway. Yeah. But, but yeah, th- was Samuel Jackson in this as well? No. No? no? I didn't think he was. Yeah. Um, and then they had uh, Red Apple cigarettes in the, uh, the, the mid-credits scene. So, mm. yeah, I think there's, there's enough of that stuff in there, but I fe- it felt really ham-fisted for me. Like it was a little bit too, hey, check it out. Check out the references. We got him. And yeah. I, I just, I don't like that. I think it was Tarantino trying to be too hard to be Tarantino. I, I just want him to, to to care a little bit less about how he looks to as a cinema yeah. auteur and just do his stuff. Yeah. Just do like dialogue heavy Reservoir Dogs. Give me something like gritty and realistic. This yeah. was just a bit too meh. So I'm, I'm going to give this a 7 out of 10. And I will say that this goes down as uh, one of the ones, like Jackie Brown, one of my least favourite movies of his, his catalogue, as a film that I probably don't want to watch again. Mm. I mean, I put it up-ish. I think it's in about the middle for me. I liked it more than I liked um, Hateful Eight. Hateful Eight for me was painful. So I really liked Hateful Eight. I Hateful Eight's fantastic. Yeah, it's no, fabulous. I didn't like it. It's very slow. So slow. Very slow. When I punch you in the nose real hard, that means you shut the fuck up. <laughs> It's very slow. You can quote it at me all you want. Yeah, exactly. Doesn't make it better. <laughs> yeah, it does. Yeah, no, I think it does. Interesting. So, like, I think we're all kind of like around the same ballpark. Yeah, it's it's. I mean, it, there's some really good stuff in here, but I just don't it's know too if, far and few between, in my opinion, as well. I, I don't think there's a lot of mass appeal. A lot for of this. scenes went for a little bit too long. Stretched the whole movie out. I think mm. that's how he writes, though, right? Yeah, that's his style. But um, this is the ninth film. Apparently, he was going to do ten and wrap it up. Any ideas on what you'd like to see next? There are some little murmurs here and there. Apparently, of... he's come out and said he wants to do a horror movie. I th- I, then there was the news that he wasn't going to do any more. He yeah, was going to wrap up and like he was that saying, was it. if it does really well, I might just call it here. And... But there's also the murmurs of Kill Bill three. Of Kill Bill three, he think he could, <sighs> Kill Bill is counted as one film. Though, so both films are counted as the one entry. Yes. So maybe if he did a third one, he'd still say no. That's still a one. Nah, leave it. <laughs> You'd be such a Tarantino. Because the, the, the daughter from, uh, what's a, the, the first person she kills, I've forgotten her name. Jeff. Yes. Yeah. Jeff. <laughs> the one who shoots her through the cereal, tries right. to shoot with the cereal box. Her oh. daughter is now old enough to go after Uma Thurman. Like, that's the that's yeah, but Uma the Thurman's idea. not old enough to <laughs> be Uma Thurman anymore. Yeah. <laughs> old Uma Thurman running around with a, a sword. Yeah. Hiya. 
<laughs> Just thought I'd add that in. Thanks. Yeah, <laughs> Thank thanks. you. I, I don't, I look, I'd love to see him get his 10 movies. I think that'd be nice. Um, mm. He said he was going to do it. I, I still don't think he's going to call it at 10. I expected he'll do his 10 and quote unquote quit. And then I think he'll come he'll, back about 20 years later because he'll be like, no, I'm better than these new kids. His ego will pull him back in. Yeah. yeah. He's got a throbbing ego. <laughs> he's got a huge raging ego. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. He's got a raging clue. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, look, I don't know, man. I love Tarantino, and I think there'll be a lot of people who go see this because it's yeah. him, but I think that'll be about it. I don't think you're going to catch a lot of other people going to watch this film. It's just, it'll be Tarantino buffs, and that'll be He's enough. He's got such a cult following, though, so. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, well, right. there we go. Well, next week's episode, guys, I, as I said earlier in the episode, I'm not going to do trivia this week because essentially it's unfair to Ollie because he'll miss out on some points. <sighs> um, but Fuzzy... Yeah, it buddy. Is your turn for the retro revival. Previously, we had whoop, whoop. Ollie's Demolition Man. We yep. had Star Wars Episode One. Mm-hmm. And next retro revival is your turn. Yes, it is. And you announce it. I'm going to announce it now because okay. we have to. Fake drum roll, please. Darling it from Skype. <laughs> All right, so I, I think we we are a podcast called Shaken Not Nerd. Yes. Uh, we don't talk enough about the main reason we're called Shaken Not Nerd, uh, Mr. James Bond. Yes. Yeah. So we need to do some James Bond. Um, so I've decided, dude looks really worried. <laughs> Here we go. It's Tom, not... Tom, look it, at my feet. It's look not... Feet, <laughs> These are trembling. <laughs> <laughs> it's not going to be a view to a kill. I'm just going to say that right now. That's Thank right. It's not you. a bad film. <laughs> it's a terrible film. It's not going to be Die Another Day. It's Moonraker, isn't it? Octopussy. It's not going to be a bad one. I actually really want to do a good one. Cool. Cool. So... Goldeneye. <laughs> Golden eye. Golden eye. You just want to look at Famke Jansen again, don't you? <laughs> Does he need an excuse? <laughs> He's going to do it anyway. Yes, put the mic down. Uh, I'm no, watching the hands. <laughs> we're we're going to do a classic James Bond. Uh, one of the ones that I really, really enjoyed uh, as a kid. Never say never. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> never. I looked, at, I looked at a bunch of ones like, you know, did, did all the ratings and all the rest of it. And I was like, fuck that, no. And then I looked at like box office to see which was the, the highest and the lowest. And I thought, nah, I can't do it on that. I'm just going to do it on the one that I really enjoyed as yep. a kid. Yeah. Uh, and we are going to go and watch. We're not going to go and watch. You're just going to watch it at home. <laughs> just fucking say it. I know, it's a tease. It's a tease. Uh, we're going to go and watch Thunderball. Ooh, good pick. Last, yeah. That was the last movie I watched before I got married. It was. We're all sitting around at Ian's place waiting for the limo to rock up and we're eating fish and chips and watching Thunderball. <laughs> we're like, we've got time, we'll finish the movie. It's a long movie. <laughs> it's a very long movie. <laughs> I, I, I thought Hooray. I thought about all the other ones. I was like, you know, looking at Goldfinger, I was looking at Doctor No, I thought about You Only Live Twice, and I realised that I almost did Never Say Never Again as well, which is oh, essentially Thunderball. Real, that is not a real James Bond it's film. It's, it's not officially licensed. Yeah, yeah, it's not real. I did think about doing the original uh, Casino Royale which as well. Which is also not a real Bond film. Uh, it is though officially Officially licensed, it's, so it's it does count. It doesn't count. It does if, count. If it's, if it's not, not in my bro- box set, it doesn't count. If it's not done by the Broccoli's, it doesn't count. It does count because they officially sold that the license, the, the rights to that Broccoli's. book for ten thousand dollars. It's not done by the Broccoli's. It doesn't count. Anyway, <laughs> the Broccoli's. The Broccoli's. <laughs> uh, yeah, so we're going to be watching Thunderball. So check it out. It's a great film. It's one of my favorite James Bonds. 
of all time. It's probably his most Bondy as well. Yeah, it's it's yeah. His jetpacks and Goldfinger are peak Bondy. Yeah, yeah. Mm. So there we go. Damn, it's a good movie. Enjoy, Tom. Looking forward to that. Yeah. <laughs> How many Bond films you seen? Most of them. Oh, they cool. were um, periodically. They used to be like when I channel was like a kid. They used to be ch- yeah, Channel Seven weekly. So I used to just sit in there and watch them week after week. But as probably most of you know, I'm nowhere near the Bond fans that the rest of the people are. Around None the table. of you fuckers are. I believe Felix Leiter's in this film as well, so we can all get confused about who the fuck Felix Leiter is again. None of you fuckers. <laughs> None of you fuckers are. No, look, I think this will be a long. I did consider doing Top Gun as well, but it, I think it's a little bit too far out from Top Gun Two to do. You'll so wait till we get closer. Yeah, we're gonna yeah. wait till we get closer, and we'll do oh, Top Gun. Closer. By the time your retro revival may come up, it chapter two might be around. We could watch the OG it for mine. Yeah, no, (laughs) no, No. yours maybe. (laughs) Pick your own damn retro. (laughs) (laughs) So actually, next week we're going to have all five of us in the room again. The last time, because Ian will be going to Hawaii. The last time. (laughs) Apparently, I'm not coming back. You never come back. (laughs) Never come back. A man exploded from syphilis in Hawaii today. A boy can dream. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus. Well, on that note. What did he die of? Crushed pelvis. (laughs) What did he (laughs) get? Well, thank you for listening. We know you have a choice when listening to Pop Culture Podcasts, and you clearly picked the one with Nerd in the title. If you did enjoy the show, feel free to leave a review on the podcasting app you're listening to, unless it's Spotify, because they don't let you do that for some reason, and we'll read them out on the show verbatim. And if you know anyone who might enjoy our antics on Shaken Not Nerd, tell them about us, and you can find us on all the social media, such as Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, at Shaken Not Nerd, and sometimes on Twitch, or as I actually tentatively accidentally called it, Titch, uh, (laughs) Shaken Not Noob. Just don't call it Twatch. (laughs) Swatch? (laughs) I've been your host, Duty, and uh, play with each other and play with yourselves. This is Fuzzy reminding you to enjoy a Buffalo Soldier. <laughs> buffalo Wing Soldier. <laughs> and this is Ian reminding you to siffle with your friends and sniffle on me. <laughs> I don't know, I got nothing. This is Tom. Ew. Saladas. <laughs> Saladas. Time out. I want to fix this just in case. Yes, I don't know like, where it's coming through. We apologize for that interruption. Now back to the news. <laughs> really? That's how you're going to. Yes. This, this just then. Turn it off and on again. Works. <laughs> <laughs> do you want to sit down and wait for the apology until Ian takes about five seconds to get the sound up? Yeah. Yep. Wait. Well, we're up to nine, yeah? Yeah. Wait for it. Wait for it. Apologize. We apologize. No. That's fine. I'll end it. Just play it again. All right. Next up, we have. No. What? Do it again. Now I talk to him. So now we have to do it again. Don't do it. No, I have had specific requests of you not to do that. (laughs) Stop talking over it. You need an enter point. There you go. Number nine. I thought you said edit point. He's For like, fuck's sake! <laughs> <he's not> <laughs> Don't you understand? He's not editing it. Fucking do it again! He's not gonna edit it. Shut I the edited, fuck up! I edited Noob last week. <laughs> Play it again. 